This is Reset. I'm Becky Vivi in for Sasha Ann Simons. Retail giant Amazon is gearing up for battle. Warehouse workers in Staten Island, New York, became the first Amazon employees to successfully unionize in the U.S. last week. It was a historic win for the workers, but the tech giant is already strategizing on how to break them up. Amazon alleges the labor union leading the charge influenced the vote unfairly, going as far as harassing employees on company property for support. Those retaliatory claims could take years to resolve, and that could delay negotiations. Rachel Lerman covers breaking news and technology for The Washington Post, and she joins us with more details on how this move could impact local warehouses. Hi, Rachel. Hi there. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for being here. We should note right away that Amazon founder and former CEO Jeff Bezos does own The Washington Post, where Rachel is a reporter. So let's start with the little backstory uh, on this successful effort to unionize among workers in in an Amazon warehouse in Staten Island, New York. Why was this such a big deal and, and so historic, Rachel? It's a huge deal because no Amazon warehouse in the U.S. has ever successfully voted to unionize. We've seen votes in the past, um, notably last year and then a redo vote this year in Alabama at a warehouse in Bessemer there. But the Staten Island warehouse is the first one to actually successfully vote to join a union. Now, the move was driven by the independent Amazon labor union. Why was why is that significant? So most of these big, most of these big unionization votes, except for these large companies, are driven by national unions, right? So the one in Alabama was the retail warehouse and department store union. Some of the other big ones that we think about are like the Teamsters. But the, in Staten Island, the Amazon Labor Union was an upstart union started by uh, former and current Amazon workers who just formed their own union. So oh. This is the first time the union has existed. One of these workers was fired from Amazon about two years ago and then later formed this union. Oh, wow. So are they affiliated with with the AFL-CIO or they're just completely independent? Okay. They're completely independent. They have gotten some like pro bono legal help and I think uh, towards their last push there, they were getting some help from some local unions, but now there's certainly interest from some of the national unions, but they were really, like, they were insistent and they were very uh, set on doing this independently. Interesting. So how did Amazon, the company, react to news of that vote? Oh, uh, yeah, they, they said that they were disappointed. They had been fighting pretty tough against forming a union, you know, they were holding like mandatory classes for the workers, they had hired consultants, they created a website, they were trying to get workers to vote no. So when the vote went yes, they ended up uh, actually filing about 25 objections with the National Labor Relations Board, taking issue with both how the election was conducted and then also with the union itself. Oh, wow. So there's 25, uh, I guess, concerns. And so how, how will that work its way through the labor board? And, and what do we know about that process? Yeah, it's kind of a long process. So first, Amazon still has, I think, another week or two to file sort of all of their evidence for these claims. And then the NLRB will set a hearing and they'll decide whether any of these objections are enough to, like, overturn the election to call for a new election. Hmm. If that doesn't happen, if they decide, no, they were going to let the election stand, then the Amazon would have to start bargaining with the union. Oh. Although, there, 
they get to be even more delayed there because they could refuse to bargain and then they could have to go back to this regulatory process. So basically, if they wanted to, they could delay it for a long time. We, we of course, don't know if that will happen. Mm-hmm. This is Reset. I'm Becky Vivi in today for Sasha Ann Simons. I'm talking with Rachel Lerman. She's breaking news tech reporter for The Washington Post about how Amazon hopes to break up its first successful union and what it means for other union hopeful warehouses. Coming up in a few minutes, we learn about organizations who have expanded services for young adults with autism. Rachel, you know, you mentioned it could be a long time before these Amazon workers get a contract, uh, even if if they even do get a contract. And I am wondering if you could um, walk through what Amazon, uh, in their claims against the National Labor Relations Board, they're actually also filing a claim against the board itself, what are they accusing the board of in those claims? So they're basically saying that the board, which is like this, you know, regulatory agency that oversees like these union processes all over the country, they're basically saying that the board created the impression, in quotes, it was supporting the union Hmm. in part by filing a lawsuit against Amazon in the weeks before the vote. Oh, interesting. Um, Does that, is does that have uh, implications for the national board? I mean, the, like you said, it's a regulatory body. It's not necessarily affiliated with the union themselves. Oh, right. It's not affiliated with the union, right? It's like it's part of our right. It's kind of part of our uh, national government, federal government. Uh, it's interesting because basically the NLRB will rule on these objections, so they're sort of ruling on the objections about them. And if Amazon wanted to escalate that, they could eventually, I believe, escalate it into a court system, into a, like a separate court system. But that would take likely, you know, months or years. Uh, it's fairly unusual, the amount of the objections that they filed against the board itself rather than just against the union. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how that shakes out. Yeah. Do you see this... Um event and this whole case playing out in a way that um, could reshape how uh, union organizing works in America? (laughs) It's super interesting, right? Because I I think that there were a lot of factors in place that made this, like, that made this warehouse, this organization in this time period, like, kind of the first one to break through and actually vote to unionize. I mean, a big piece of this is the pandemic, because Workers, as we know, across industries grew kind of disillusioned during the pandemic, started, you know, demanding more rights, started, like, examining their treatment. And that was especially true at Amazon, where workers were, of course, classified as essential and so worked through, you know, much of the early weeks and months of of the pandemic. And that's where this, this labor movement, as well as the one in Alabama, that's where they were kind of born out of. And so uh, it's interesting because with this first successful vote, we've talked to experts and they say this could kind of galvanize other unions or other warehouses in the country to think about unionizing because they can see, they see, oh, you know, maybe it can be done. Mm. I was going to ask that uh, if there, if this is sending a message out to other warehouses and, and are there any other warehouses with current efforts to unionize besides the one you mentioned in Alabama? Not anything as official as this. There are certainly other Amazon workers like banding together and you know demanding more rights, but 
through this official like NLRB process that you that we're seeing on Staten Island and Alabama. There is a second warehouse on Staten Island, a much smaller one, that's going to vote on whether to unionize at the end of the month. And that's also organized by that independent Amazon labor union. Mm-hmm. So we touched on the, the labor board process and the the all of the, I guess, grievances that Amazon, the company, has filed there. Um, you mentioned it could take years to get through those. Um, what is the fastest it could it, those could be resolved? Yeah, totally. It, it could it could be faster, right? Um, if the NLRB decides not to order a new election, like to say, okay, you know, we considered these things, but we decide the election stands, then then Amazon and the union will go to the bargaining table, and possibly they could come up with a contract. Like they could agree on something, they could sign something, and that could all happen, you know, within. Uh, the next few months. Mm-hmm. That, that, I think, would be the fastest. Mm-hmm. So what is the Amazon labor union doing sort of in the meantime to keep, I guess, keep the momentum uh, from getting really, you know, tamped down by some of the complicated legal process now? Yeah, so they're, they're super focused on this second election that they have coming up. So they're kind of like putting, putting a lot of their energy into seeing if that if that warehouse will also vote to unionize. They also, of course, are working with lawyers on this. And it, But a lot of it is like next step is this hearing that the, that the agency has to hold to decide whether or not uh, any of these objections are going to, you know, be determinative to the election. Mm-hmm. And what's your sense about why Amazon is fighting this vote so hard? I mean, so they say, right, like they, they want a, a more clear connection or like an easier connection with their workers. It's also like Amazon, of course, has this whole foundation of two-day shipping, of really fast shipping. Uh, it, it, you know, tries to have like the lowest prices on the Internet. And something like this, if workers banded together and possibly, you know, demanded higher pay or or shorter shifts or longer breaks, it's possible that that could shift their business model. Mm. But it's unclear how many warehouses would have to unionize to really make that huge dent. Sure, because they are so, you know, national and and really uh, quite a behemoth, quite an employer across the country. And this would just be for the Staten Island warehouses. It wouldn't immediately unionize all other warehouses. Right, correct. Yes, this would just be for the warehouse. So far, it's just one, of course, that's voted to unionize. Right. So what else will you be looking out for as this story progresses? I think we're in a super interesting time for, for labor, for the labor movement in the country. I mean, obviously, we're seeing the Starbucks, uh, many Starbucks mm-hmm. locations that are voting to unionize, uh, REI. We're seeing some movement at, like, Apple and, and of course, at Amazon. And so I'm, I'm looking to see if this starts to spread, like if this is going to occur in other parts of the country or if this was sort of a one-off. Mm-hmm. Rachel Lerman covers breaking news and technology for The Washington Post. Thanks so much for joining us, Rachel. Thank you so much.